Hello. Hello. Industry. 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 Hello and welcome to Industry Tactics. This week's podcast features the meat pie swilling walker and talker, a man from a different time, the future, or possibly the time of Christ himself. His worship, John Southworth, who talks in tongues. We get greasy in this here talk. He's the kind of artist that makes you sick. He's so full of the good stuff. You sniff your hands after shaking his, hoping some of that golden artist charm dandruff will get right up there into your brain. We talk about pigeons. We talk about creativity in Canada and books that John has written and much, much more. On the dawn of a new release, enjoy this perfect talk with a national treasure the songwriter John Southworth. Will that sound weird if we're podcasting with apples and pars? No, 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 fuck, it's fine, right? We're in the industry. We know what makes for good audio, right? You're seasoned. Yeah, he's seasoned. His name is John Southworth. We are going to dig deep here. We're going to do what the people in business call a deep dive. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> but we're going to do a deep dive. We're going to go into every aspect, every nook and cranny. Really? No, yeah. we don't have to go that far. No, what is no. this for again? We're auditing musicians. Because <laughs> nobody else is. Actually, it's not true. I just got Check. audited. You and did? it was a bad scene, man. Really? Yeah, really bad scene. They were right up there for a year and a half. Why would they? Couldn't breathe. They were right <laughs> up my arse. Why? You could see Mr. UN's fingers. Well, because, you know, you get grants. you got to be careful when you get grants and you don't respect the law. Mm. I don't respect the law, right? Mm-hmm. Check. Oh, that's clean. Now, you go in there with that. Is that a soft par? It's pretty soft. Yeah, it's wait, not wait till that I... bad, though, right? It's a bit, it's, pears have that... Wait till I a... get on the scene here, boys. <laughs> I'm going to drink my coffee. <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on. I have to match. It's like this. <laughs> We're in the industry. We know. Can we start? Yeah, we're started. Welcome to Industry Tactics. We know, because we're in the industry, what makes for a really good hang. And today, on the sofa, prior to starting our virtual reality part of the podcast, which is very exciting, which you're going to all be introduced (laughs) to momentarily, okay, boys? We have on the sofa here... John Southworth. You can't see him yet. But if you do want to see the VR version of Industry Tactics, we will unleash it momentarily. Do we have to sign waivers? You're going to be signing waivers, all right. We're going to get right in there. This is a full audit. He's eating a soft part. Now, it's not that soft. His body language. When John Southworth arrived here in the living room. It's wet and soft. Yeah, That's nice. Perfect. You should undercup it just so you don't get any on you. There's a Prince song called Soft and Wet. Really? Oh, damn. Yeah. Now, Prince is... Probably a couple. It was his first hit. Really? Yeah. Um, Are you hearing him okay? Prince is freshly deceased. If you're you're trying to put this podcast in a moment in time, Prince fell last week. I think this is an interesting thing that that you guys as musicians might find interesting. I heard a a story yesterday my dad told me Mm -hmm. 
that someone was in, they've already kind of gone into Prince's house, mm-hmm. and they know that they've discovered enough material to put out one Prince record a year for a hundred years. Oh, because he's been he's been <laughs> chronic, right? I mean, that's yeah, a wow. lot of material. Really? Yeah. Like, I... I mean, I'm sure you probably have one record a year for 20 years well, do hidden you know, somewhere. Do you know El Stu Young, the engineer? He, he is one of Prince's guys. And, and he has all kinds of stories about Prince at, at his place naked and will just say, look, I want to record here. I, I made the naked part up. Um, I want to record here. Go and walk around uh, the Minnesota... Uh, uh, Jehovah's Witness uh, gardens for mm-hmm. five hours. Come back, and he's and he's been recording the entire time on his own. As, we, as an engineer, Stu just hits record, and, and he yeah. would go for it for a long time. Uh, is that the guy who said he worked on the Nor- some Nora Jones records? Is that the same guy? No, you're close. Guy. Okay, but uh, well done. He is paying attention. He works at Metalworks. That's right. He he does like Rick Emmett and stuff like that. The, so in the industry... That's how he got is, the Prince gig. The, that's how he got the Prince gig. Yeah. This is John Southworth. He's in the industry. You see the way he just dropped that? Like he knew L. Stu Young. What does the L stand for? Listerine. Lionel. Yeah, Lionel Stu Young, okay? I'm going to be blowing lots of apple farts. <laughs> Welcome to Industry Tactics. Now, your name came up in a prior podcast. Twice. No? Twice. In the same day. And we thought you would be a great human to bring here and discuss. You've been... Now, okay, we're about... on two separate podcasts? Two separate podcasts. Two separate podcasts recorded on the same day, independently, not brought up by either of us. Your name came up. No. Yep. Okay, I know one of them already. Yeah, you I, told me one. I did tell you one on Friday. We did a pre-interview for this. It was it, it was over uh, beef beef pie. It was your birthday. That's right. And how long? Uh, two days, three days ago. And how long have Happy you walked birthday. today? Happy belated birthday, John. Thank you. How um, long have you walked to get here to this hat to this home? Today w- was. Uh, what time is it now? It's. Five o'clock. So eleven o'clock till five. Straight walking. Well, not. I take Come a couple on. of breaks. Come on. So six, you know, six, six, six hours. Odd hours. So walking is big in your world, eh? It is around the time of my birthday, every year. Because it's getting nice for the first time in in a while. It's a little bit. It's like a kind of a Lent for me. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. You're a very interesting artist. You're a big time, big time inspiration. I really love the music you make. Everything I've heard has been, when you hear it, and we're going to play a tune right now to get things warmed up. When you hear his music, you can only do one thing but say, God damn. Here it is now, off of his Easter Ween record. What are we going to play? The title track. Did you want to go title? Yeah. Okay. We're not fucking around here. Last track on the record. It's the climax of the record. Industry tactics. Yeah. Always, if you're going to name your record after a song, always put that song last. Why? This is a tactic. No, there's a a meaning there if you put it last. I feel like it's. I'm not going to tell you why, Rich. You know why. I understand. (laughs) 
beautiful tactics. So did you understand that, kids? When naming the title track after the title, you put that title last. Here it comes now, Easter Wand. <laughs> <laughs> Is alive with a new kind of power Coming down from the skies Coming up through the flowers Everybody knows that the future is in Easterween oh, oh. Pennsylvania is awash With the songs of young worthers You can hear them in Bay City And in Edmonton, Alberta People on the streets say It's all because of Easterween Savage cabbage seed. Oh, 
Damn, that was an incredible tune, an incredible number, an incredible recording. You did that with Andrew Downing. And, and some other musicians. Some other uh, hefty cats. Mm-hmm. How did that collaboration come to, to, to be? Maybe we start there with your, your journey. Um, well, Easterween was a project that started for me long before Andrew Downing got involved. I'd, okay. I'd spent years coming up with the concept. And it was really when I was at the, walking beneath the Williamsburg Bridge and a friend of mine who I was walking with said, in that fifth floor walk up there, you see, mm-hmm. if you walk to the fifth floor and you lay down $1,000 on the table, mm-hmm. a man will come out and give you a big black top hat. That is, is a Hasidic hat. Okay. Because it was a Hasidic community of Williamsburg. Sure. And sure enough, I went up and I... And I just to take a look, I didn't have a thousand dollars on me. Mm-hmm. And wow! It was filled with men with big black hats, and that got me thinking about many things, which led in the end to Easterween. Fuck me! <laughs> you're the be- you're the best. Every story that comes out of his mouth is is mind blowing. What do you do with that? I don't know. Do something with that. I'm going to eat my apple. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I, I, can't, I can't react. I just want to reiterate. So, so someone told you that if you take 5000 or $1,000? $1,000. $1,000. Approximately. Cash. Yeah. And where do you put the money? It's laid on the, on the counter. It's an old-style kind of hat shop. And there's a hat shop, and they'll give you one of... Uh, well, they'll fit, they'll fit the hat for you. Right. I mean, they're going to yeah. make a nice hat. Yeah. And, and it's the the Hasidic type of hat, the yeah. the black top. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. You hat wearer? Are you a hat wearing oh, person? Yeah. yeah, me too. I'm bald. <laughs> we're oh. gonna we're gonna see these hats in in virtual reality in a moment. <laughs> I'll wear mine too. Yeah, but um, man, so. What was the, what was the concept there that that you that, that brought you guys together? You were trying to make that it, that's a that's a that's a full theatrical piece, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we put it on we put it on every Good Friday, every other Good Friday for the last four years. So like we didn't do it this year, but we did it last year. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, so I don't know anything. Let's let's get in stop. there. Get in there. I, Bring I need, that. I need some. The, some the, the basic concept. Yeah. Is a. Hasidic 16 year old girl mm-hmm. falls in love with a Amish 16 year old boy mm. and they run away together now all kinds of things are happening at, at this time I mean I can go into it. basically they are put together on a mythological egg quest in order because there's an eternal winter going on and a magician little to their knowledge who lives in Pennsylvania has brought them together in order to help save spring. Hmm. 
the Pennsylvania song is amazing. So, <clears throat> so it's a it's a it's a piece of like it's operatic. It's a piece of it's, musical. We we build it as an as a cabaret operetta. It's awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's, wow. Um, it's, that it's sounds so powerful. Heavy. Yeah, it is. It's so heavy. Yeah, it's great. And when, uh, when was that? When did you make this? We, we did the first um, performance and made a record in 2012. 2012. Go to easterween.ca. Easterween. Yeah. That's beautiful. That sounds amazing yeah, and powerful. Like, I'm yeah. still trying to make the film of it. Okay. Yeah. okay. And, you've, and you've put it on in Toronto or do you, is it We've toured? done it in Toronto and Vancouver. Right. Yeah, that sounds... And you do it on Good Friday. The, or the Easter weekend. The Easter weekend. But, yeah. That's beautiful. We There's a lot of stuff going it, on it's there. It's our own kind of, of little, little pagan ritual over the Easter holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, take us back. Yeah. Take us back to the start of yeah. of the career of your interest in, in music in general. Yeah, good. Well, my favorite year of the 1960s was 1960. But you weren't alive then. No. no. <laughs> and that, but that informs, that will inform you as, as to what kind of music I make. Yeah. Mm. What came out in 1960, I always, I think, I think 1961 mm-hmm. and 2 and 1960 are often, like, it's a little blind spot in people's vision of music. Well, rock and roll had been outcasted. That's right, and like basically, it was, was you know the popular music of the time was was teenage pop songs, right? And um, and but um, that said, all kinds of things were underneath. Mm-hmm. Are you like a rock and roller, or like were you interested in that no, in that I'm in not, that teenage? I'm pop? not necessarily. Well, I like all that, but I, yeah. I'm not. I'm I um I like. Feeling um, not of my time, basically. Right, right. There's something. So I, I said that because it kind of describes the way I like to, like to feel. You're you, not of your time, though, right? Like, <clears throat> sorry. You're not of your time. It just. Fe- it's, well, it's not awesome. necessarily why I want to sound yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just don't want to sound of this time. Mm-hmm. I could sound future too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, and that that even ties into the fact that you walked six miles 10 miles to get here today yeah i mean people don't walk 10 I, miles i anymore. don't do that every day i understand that <laughs> yeah but just yeah, around my birthday yeah around days. your birthday on from the friday that i met you which yeah. was your birthday proper he, a, he went into this uh this place and ordered uh beef. i said order anything you want what does he order beef pot pie Hmm. Beef pot pie. That's weird to me. Well, was, why is that weird? Because you're Italian. Yeah. Yeah. It was 10:30 in the morning. That's strange. But I had been walking right for three hours already. Right. Here we so go. I was hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And so, so and so okay. So are you born here? Are you are you born? No, where I you was born? born in 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 Brighton, England. And when do you come to Canada? When I was eight. Okay. Right here? In the... No, I came to Vancouver first. Okay. Yeah. And did you, did you come from like a musical family? Was yeah, music? my dad was a pop songwriter and producer. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in, uh, uh, what was his name? Peter, Peter Shelley. Not to be confused with Pete Shelley of the Buzzcocks. Peter Shelley, my dad, produced and wrote a, a glam rock artist called Alvin Stardust, who mm. was big in, in England. What okay. a name. Yeah. And Alvin Stardust had like three or four number one records, right. top five records. In Germany too, and then my 
then Peter Shelley, my dad. Shelley is his made-up name. His real name is Southworth. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. He had kind of a solo career in the mid-70s and did, like, he was kind of like England's Don, John Denver for about a year. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then he got offered, I think he got offered, like, he didn't have some hits for a couple of years, and so CBS offered him to be, like, head of A&R in 1978. And he said, well, that's ridiculous. I'm not doing that. I'm going to leave and go to Canada. He turned that down. That's great. Well, I mean... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Fully. So it sounds like pop music is kind of in your blood. Like, aside from, like, the literal fact that your dad is a... Yeah. A writer, but like mm-hmm. you, you know, the story of your the the Billboard record and that like that's in you. You you have a total awareness of popular music obsessively, obsessively. So much so that I mean, in our family, we couldn't listen to any song that was not in the top ten because it wasn't considered music. Mm-hmm. Awesome, well, that's yeah. an amazing uh, fact. Wow, this is a general question. I like to th- I like I ponder this sometimes. Uh huh. Like what what. You do find people who are have an obsession with pop music, and even even like I don't. Uh, we were talking with Hoxley Workman about how the idea of guilty pleasures. He he's not up for that idea because if you like something and it's popular, it doesn't matter if it's good. So we you know I think we use like the the Spice Girls or like you know like U two. Some people have disdain for U two, but they there's good stuff. So what is it about pop music that like you gravitate towards? It's a good question. Yeah, I mean, because for me, I left the world, that world. Really, when I started, I kind of, I, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not by any means popular in the least. I'm the most unpopular artist probably there is. So, for some reason, it didn't translate for me personally, like as an artist. But like at a certain point, like, like when you mentioned the Spice Girls, I had long left. For me, pop music was never was not interesting by that point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> In fact, by the time U2 became popular, I think I was getting kind of that there was a certain freshness and spontaneity in the music, which was getting which which had been lost, and things felt more contrived mm. and not as innocent and naive. Mm-hmm. And there's something about the begin that that specific era of like you know let's say 1955 to even by 19. 19- 675 we're seeing you know an industry happening mm-hmm. but like certainly in the 1960s the amount of amazing records being released week by week was astounding mm-hmm. and that was because it was there was no industry nobody was there were no careerists mm-hmm. nobody knew they, were, they could have a career and I I like the, I like the freshness of the that pop music and I like and for you know I don't really don't really see that and post, you know, a certain time. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of, it's kind of like I'm not really a big fan of the music, but there is a, there are some similarities now in today's pop music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So how do you, when you're when you're creating, when you're writing, what do you, what do you? I mean, I see. I'm I'm kind of trying to get into your mind a little bit in terms of the way you. Well, I want to ask like how how you be. I want to try to figure out how the hell you became because it's fascinating to me. But what you where you 
Like that image you showed me the other day, I told my wife about that. The pigeon, and I don't know if I can. We can talk about that, but this will probably this will probably come out closer to when your new record's coming out. Yeah. So we're hoping it's going to be timed proper. Okay. Yeah. Um. That 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 passenger pigeon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so what you saw something? I I saw that there was there, there's a whole exhibit on this, eh? Hmm. Uh, on on the passenger pigeon or something. But yeah. how to uh, walk walk us through maybe how. Is that is the whole album based on that? Like you're no, very conceptual. No. I could have, I okay. could have made a record about that. Okay. But I just did a song, and I've loosely hinted at it in the other songs. But it's it's not conceptual. This he shows a, a photo of <clears throat> it, it's they were postering around Alton, yes. making a film. No, we, we're making a film last week, a film video mm-hmm. for one of the new songs. Mm-hmm. Now uh, this is for the song I, I, that I wrote is called "The Last Passenger Pigeon in in Ohio." Amazing. And I read a um, on the way back from a, a, a show in Glasgow, actually, a couple of years ago, I picked up the Daily Mail, which is in English, like Chanto's Sun kind of thing. Mm. And there was an article about the passenger pigeon and, and the, the last passenger pigeon, which, by the way, there were billions of them but in 1830, <sighs> like yeah. in the United yeah. States. And in, by the late 1890s, they were, like, they were dwindling rapidly. Right. And there was the last one known to be shot was shot by a boy named Press Clay Southworth in Ohio. He was 14 and he didn't know he'd shot the last one. It was only like years later when he was an old man, he was in his 50s, he went into an Ohio museum and saw the taxidermied stuffed passenger pigeon underneath saying shot by Press Clay Southworth. Unreal. He had no idea. Wow. He's just doing his self-worthy yeah. indeed. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So for me, yeah. that's uh, immediately, immediately yeah. that's a song, right? I mean, bang. That's I, an, I also wrote a story about it, so. That's an yeah. album, I would say. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot. Yeah, you could easily write an album about that. But the song isn't so much about the, the, the death of the pigeon. It's really about the death of a songwriter. Okay. Right. Uh, the singer-songwriter. Hmm. It's the end. I feel like there's a certain end that's oh, happening gotcha. culturally. Gotcha. Do you? Gotcha. Yeah. Who? I feel like the last passenger pigeon. In sure. Life. That's what the song is kind of getting at. So, uh, I would like to know, like, who who do you, the singer songwriters now? It is true that that it. I think everyone we've basically eighty percent of the people we've talked to on this have been yeah. singer songwriters, but it does feel like they're they are hard to find. They're that that kind of. I don't know. Well, do you do you like who do you like in singer songwriter world right now? Contemporary singer songwriters. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I like most singer songwriters, but I don't. I'm not inspired like I was by the f- certain original by the originals. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like, yeah, great. You know, I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of like mm-hmm. the way most people probably are. Yeah. I'm not. You know, you can write a nice song. That's about it. Yeah. We've talked about this before with, you know, what it would have felt like in 1963 mm. buying a Bob Dylan record mm-hmm. and being there on the ground mm-hmm. when that movement is swelling and how we just, it's like, it, well, it's hard, he, he it's killed hard off, to find He now. killed off a whole other type of songwriter too. He killed off the the Tim Pan Alley right. Broadway songwriter, which I love too, you right. know. I mean, and that kind of thing is is like actually that's more pre- prevalent now. Like writing for artists, right. like 
you know. Right. Yeah. Like ten ten songwriters for a for a song mm-hmm. and yeah. But you're you're feel. I'm gonna get back to this passenger pigeon. You're feeling like that passenger pigeon, but the passenger. You're fighting the fight of the passenger pigeon. Well, eh? I'm not. I'm not in that song. I am. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's something I, I'm not like dwelling well, no, on. But I mean artistically. I like you. Uh, you are you're churning it out man you're like then mega concept like they're like you're not dialing in any of the projects you do i think that's why I li- everything i listen to about your that i hear come out of you is like god damn <laughs> i i just I'm, i don't want to fawn or or even say i get jealous i just i get it's totally inspired by holy shit he is like you know, you're you're a true, genuine artist, and you've been doing this. How long have you been doing this? Like, like this will be the my twentieth year. Like, I I put out my first record in late '96. It okay, didn't, didn't really we're, come out. We're brothers. Yeah, yeah. '96 was a I, I exact same. And uh, that's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it is, and it you know, I don't, I don't consider um, like. Like, I actually, okay, I go, okay, how did 20 years go by? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go through the years, and I'm like, well, I did this, that, that, that. Okay, I can see how it happened. Yeah. But, you know, it's just a 20-year, like, I mean, there are Japanese artists who work into their 80s, and they get better. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's pray. Yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? That's all we're here to do. Yeah. Well, I can't, you can't, like, think too much about it. Yeah. Like, it's now. Like, what what are we doing now? Yeah, yeah. Now, when you get an idea, say, like, the, the passenger pigeon, does it all, you know, because if you, you seem to work conceptually, or, like, that's kind of what we're, we're touching on. It's like, does, does the concept and all its parts come at you because of the germ there? And you, or does it kind of, it starts as, oh, that'll be a good song, and it's, then you start thinking lat- about it? It's kind of a lateral thinking association. Like, I like, right. that's how I like writing songs. So, for me... I like the going, okay, well, if for me, I like to get excited So about what I'm writing. I'm like, oh, my God, if I put these this words to this music, okay. whoa, nobody, oh, my, holy moly, like that. That's kind of what, what I get off on. Now, when I play it for the first time to somebody, I don't get a face like that. Like, and it's exciting. I'm listening. That's you know what I mean? Like. Face. Yeah. Now, now and, and you start with lyrics. You start with a, you noodle, you noodle on a piano. You walk down. You walk a lot. Do songs come a lot when you walk? Big time. Yeah, I had one just walking here. Today. Yeah, walking is walking is the is yeah. the, the key to like walking is lateral thinking because yeah. walking is nice. lateral. Yeah, walking. I've always. It's that's it exactly, Andrew. Like, you know that the ancient Greeks, the philosophers, didn't sit when they taught each other. Mm-hmm. They walked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it opens up something. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that meditative rhythm generates creative thought. Even top companies today have figured that out. Facebook does that. Those those dudes, those mindfuckers, <laughs> they all get together and they walk around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. M- walking meetings. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty cool. And uh, okay, so. You know, another thing we've been talking about, and I'm going to just pull out the VR. Don't get intimidated by this. Okay, we'll just do it casually. Just dabble, a five-minute dabble, okay? Just I can try. tell you've been thinking about pulling this out. For no, like yeah, I haven't. I haven't, ten, I, haven't, I, haven't I haven't. But I've been listening. That face was me listening. Now, um, one of the themes that come up has been the outsider in music. <laughs> you've, been, you've been doing your thing. You've been tarring. You tar a lot. No. No, I don't tar. 
How often do you tar? Last year was twice. That's a lot. That's enough. You like tar for, enough? For, you tar enough for, for yourself? A number of dates or just like... Yeah. There like was, you do like 10 days or one, 20 days? One tour was five shows. The other tour was eight shows. Right. Not a lot. Right. Okay. And where? But Europe? Europe. Yeah? No. And where else? Europe. Europe, Europe is, is, is showing that's, you the love, right? That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly Germany. Mainly Germany. You love those Germans? Oh, yeah. Yeah. God. And they love you, I bet. They are, like, I don't understand it, really, but they seem to be, their cultural education seems to be much more much more developed. That's it. That's, and, and I'm not saying that's why, I know, and maybe that's, I don't know why. Um, that that's what I feel when I'm. Why there. are the Germans? Why do the Germans get it? Why do Why do a lot of outsiders speak. in Canada go to Germany to to get listened to? What is, What is there about that? What are What are the Germans doing? How are they raising it? Yeah, I don't know. I think there's an openness. I don't know. That's what I'm. That's my kind of. Impression. They enjoy adventurous music. They yes. like going out and trying things. Their lives don't really re- like music. Is not that crucial to Canadians. Mm-hmm. Art. The art experience is not. Mm, it's it, it's nice for Canadians, but in other, in, in, in not everywhere in Germany, but in pockets of Germany, yeah, there is a, a greater value placed on on these experiences. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to argue that. They they definitely seem to congregate around music a lot more than than uh, than 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 we do and react to it. But uh, there are pockets in Canada too, but they're yeah. just far and few. It's called Guelph. Quebec. It's called yeah. Guelph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I was just going to say this concept of, of being an outsider. Do you feel like you uh, in, in our country? What, do, do, do you feel like an outsider in, making, in, in the music that you make? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Completely. Um, <clears throat> but part of that is my own thing. I, I think... I want to be offer something uniquely different, you mm. know. So that's going to set me, you know. I'm going to feel like an outsider regardless of its reception. Mm-hmm. 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 So even if something was, even if you wrote something that you put it on iTunes or something and it sold a million dollars worth of singles, yeah, I would still feel outside. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Mm. And you, you, you disclosed that the, the release that you have coming up this fall is Super Papinski. Stravinsky Papinski. Yeah. It's, it's, it's um, well, it's, it's an out, it's an inside outsider kind of thing. <laughs> Industry tactics. It's an insider outsider kind of that tactician. It's an insider's sounds... take on being an outsider. That's what I said. Insider's take on being an outsider. Like you're not like you're it's you're in the industry you're in the music culture, but you're a you're an outsider. What I'm singing about in every song though is still about being an outsider. And that's pop like. music in general though. Pop music, mm-hmm. the history of pop music is being outside of something, being outside of mm-hmm. a relationship, or the you're in the wrong relationship, mm-hmm. or you know like. That's mm-hmm. that's the heart of it. So when you say it's Papinski, you mean it's it's well, got I've, a pop to it. I've yeah. never made a record that sounds like this 2016 or right, this year. I've never right. made a record that sounds actually of my time. Right. I don't know why. I just never. But I don't know why that. I just it happened this way. Just things happen, and yeah, it, that's and it's exciting to do that. 
Man, I mean, yeah, Niagara Falls is like such a heavy. Ah, man, Con- once again, concept, but that that whole like that's a lot of work there, and uh, yeah, and, and and a thing of beauty that's to a me. It's a book. It's a book. Record. It's a Ni- Niagara is, is nine songs on the yeah. Canadian, eleven on the American. Double record, yeah. And um, and it, 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 I, I wanted to release a book with it. And okay. We couldn't get that hap- to happen, but. But you did release a children's book separate of that right. as well at the same time. That's right. My God. Niagara Falls is not Niagara Falls No, no, it is an illusion It is not there at all Niagara is apparitional It's an inner mass projection Projected from the soul I hear a voice just passing across my heart Blinding like a violent angel I saw them sermon starts What are you doing to this land? Are you not real? You're slaves to your evasion And now the voice becomes an axe Against the shield foundation of a faulty nation Niagara Falls is dreamed and dreamed by all I was riding through the valley when again the spirit talked Niagara is aboriginal It still mocks the humble pilgrim It undermines his goal It longs to part the sea, Ontario Shout down from the great escarpment And reveal the monstrous foe I see a bridge between two worlds see a bridge rise above the vapors and now a phantom poetess made of the mist gnaws upon the anchors of Canadian
did uh, <clears throat> on your on the record? Do you have? Uh, <laughs> um, is it is it solo record? Just you and and like what is the production of it? Oh, this new record? Yeah. Oh no, it's uh, myself and and I'm working with a producer, and you know it's like done. I'm not really going to say how we yeah. did it. Yeah. Because it's, but it's very contemporary. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, well, and, and it shocks me how we made it. You don't want to disclose how you made it, or what? Not really? Okay, no, you, just, you but you recorded it here in in Toronto. I did, yeah, yeah. I love that. I recorded it fifty yards away from my house. Nice. Yeah, I mean, and that was completely by chance. That's a short walk. That is, yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of things. Yeah. Big Ben, who's playing on it? Can you talk about the cats that play on it? I can't tell you that. I love I, this. Yeah. You no, know, no, keep it, keep it, keep it close. Yeah. <clears throat> that's my grandpa would do this. Yeah, I, doesn't really make a difference. You know? No, that's so, bullshit, right? Yeah. So the theme, the theme, is, or like you have Niagara Falls at the heart of this record. No, that that that's was my previous. Last, oh, that's previous yeah. record. It's actually called Niagara. Niagara. That was a whole. No. Con- yeah, this Do is you, a new record. So for concepts, obviously, like if you're tying together broader concepts, you have to research. I, I would imagine. Like, you, like, do you, like, did you go to Niagara and just yeah. look at the falls and just? Mm-hmm. Well, I went to the American side a couple of times. Right. It wasn't so much about the falls as about the towns. And the towns, yeah. I've heard Niagara Falls, uh, Ontario, or is it Niagara, Ontario? No. Yeah. It's like. It's an interesting town. There's a couple of filmmakers who live there who yeah. exclusively r- write and set films in Niagara Falls. Yeah, well, it's it's great. It's great to. Re- I know a filmmaker who rents a motel room once a year and stays, yes. there, stays there for two weeks. Space Motel. Scripts. Oh, really? Yeah. That's see, that's interesting because there's there's it's weird that you have this unbelievable natural beautiful wonder of the world and then yeah. you have casinos and cotton candy stands and, That's and it. strip joints galore and right? strip joints oh my God, yeah. and then you have a border not yeah. far from there yeah. and now you're getting it now you know why i wrote 20 songs <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah easily yeah, yeah. i feel yeah. like I, but i mean passenger pigeon also like that's what i said like it seems like you could write a whole lot on that because it's you get into research you get into time and history yeah. and 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 everything like that, and suddenly there's a book that go, is going to go with it too. I'm not sure how I'm going to. I might turn it into just images, like film. Like we started the film last week, right? Yeah. So um, that's what I want to make as a film record. But that's I don't. I need basically. I'm just hustling money right now to try and make this film. Yeah, right? yeah. Because do, do you have a PayPal or something? A, uh, Indi- a Indiegogo campaign. I'd like to start one. I've never done one of those because I've resisted them. Like just find them a bit. Yeah, um, I don't know. Intrusive. Is there the first ones were amazing because you were like, "Whoa, what is this thing? This is a yeah. cool project." And then everyone started doing them, and now you're like, "I can't handle this." I just find, yeah, I just find it like, oh, um, it takes away from like takes away from the art something about it. You know, so for me, I'm, yeah. But if I'm really desperate, I'm gonna do it because I need the money to make this film. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You know? And talk. Can you talk a bit about that? Like, your how many records have you made? Pardon my ignorance. This will be my 12th. Small Town Water Tower is the name of the new record. And it's going to be my 12th record. Small Town? Water Tower. Water Tower. And you, and, and, and so are, have, you've had support in the past, right? Uh, label support? No, well, I mean, uh, this record is coming out on a label. But this one is? Okay. There's not much financial support. Okay. I okay. have to finance it myself basically through um, grants. Okay. Well, okay. All myself. Right. Yeah. 
It's, it's, it's admirable, man, and I can certainly relate to it. Does that aspect... Um you find that aspect difficult or, or well, I mean obviously uh, that's a shit question let me rephrase it yeah. of course it's difficult but um, is there is there freedom there there's got to be freedom in the fact that you know it's like when you've put it together it's yours yeah, I mean yeah. there's no it's a funny thing like it's we could have a whole thing about this but yeah. I mean I will I'm very very blessed to to be in Canada for that reason mm -hmm. I don't necessarily agree with the granting system that's the thing I mean I have some some sure. issues with it at the same time that was perfectly timed. That was my belly, though. That was, that was, was not my... That didn't come... Let me add that, was, that, that was just something... <laughs> that, that was honestly... I agree with the system. That was just a... That was a bubble in yeah. my stomach. I and, told you this was going to yeah. be a gay so, shit. So let's just stop it there. I mean, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. I, I've... You know, I, it's a great that I can make records. Right. Because, it is. Because at this time in the industry... It's it's mm. the label I ha I'm on. Mm -hmm. They're not gonna necessarily offer to pay for my record. Mm -hmm. mm. You know. So you got to pick up. They'll make them. You got to pick up the pieces because the concept is so big. I mean, you're talking about making a film around it, but there. I mean, there's an audience there, right? The the more we 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 build this thing, the more. I don't know breadth there is to it. I I really think there's an audience. It's just if, a, if you if you function from pure inspiration. I don't think you can go yeah. wrong. Yeah. Do you, Amen. Are there concepts that are too big? Are there concepts that you start and then you start to salivate over and then you just go, that's, it's too much. No. No? You, you, you're never turned away by it. No. By, and, and if you have that concept, do you no. pursue Again, it to if, the if end? An, yes. If there's an inspirational that's concept, beautiful. I'll risk I, all security for it mm -hmm. to make it even in, a, in, in the state that this record industry is in. Yeah. Even if it's meaningless to make it on, yeah. a, on a financial level I cannot not take my ideas and, and implement them right that would be sacrilegious mm -hmm. say that so can you rephrase that for me so you 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 have to get it done that's essentially if you're given it, right? the idea if the idea is given to you I mean however you get the however idea, you get it to not follow it would be a form of blasphemy in a way you know so yeah yeah, it's beautiful. I, I wish that. it was 1975 and it was the height of the music industry and we could all make tons of money. And that might happen, but, you know, it would be easier to make records. Right. And to, you know... Yeah. But, whatever. I mean, it's just, that's just the... That's beyond my control. I can't control that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's economy. Yeah, right? that's I mean, just... That's, 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 that, that should not enter your thinking. Yeah. Good or bad yeah. times, yeah. that shouldn't affect your yeah. art. Yeah, and I love the idea of you know not wanting to taint the 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 artistic side of things from an Indiegogo or whatever the fuck of our modern world of how to raise money, right? Mm -hmm. Some type of patron that's going to come and help yeah. bring this thing to life. But ultimately, it's a reality that we have, right? Yeah. And we're all faced with it. Support our Patreon account. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm slash industry tactics. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say about that stuff. Really, it doesn't really like. Ah. Yeah, well, See, I think, I think you've said I'm, what you. Had I'm to feeling say about envious it. because yeah. I'm the type of person who, like, I, I will be walking, and then I, because often I have ideas while walking, and then you yeah. start to put them together, and then, and then, it turns into this great idea, and then, suddenly, you stop going on those walks, but you have that idea in your back pocket, and then it starts to just 
crack and the the crystalline idea that you once had. Yeah. And then you, I, I have a lot of ideas that don't get, yeah, don't get. Well, it's away. hard. It's hard to get it. I mean, I'm not saying every idea is is pursued. Yeah, 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 or, yeah. And 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 then there's a material end product at the end of every. But idea. if you've had something that you've been cooking in your brain and 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 chipping away at for three months, you're probably going to see that through. Yeah, there's so, what we call the salient ideas, and not all of them will get through. But I, think I, I mean, I did, ton I, do. I did write a hundred, you know. Hundred thousand word book last year, and I'm having trouble getting it published. Right. So I don't know what I'm going to do with that. Right. But I put so much time into it. Right. That's awesome. But even it's still done. It's it's done. But for me, it's not. It's like, ooh, I'm writing a line there because I put, I invested. Yeah. I invested big time into it. Okay. You know, because you had to. But on the other hand, I got really. I feel like I got better as a writer. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever happens, the next one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The process yeah. of it is, I, is an, is an man, end in itself. I transformed in, in yeah. making it, so it, yeah. it's not an, an all loss. But Do you have any of those 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 ideas that that I, similar to what Andrea asked that haven't that are super big in concept that just haven't seen the light of day yet? Like, do you have a few of those pet projects Films. that have been? following you along yeah, over the films. years yeah that's good that's beautiful i, I, I kind of get a little i make my own videos like so i'm mm. able to put mm, take like small percentages of those ideas into the video mm. but um yeah i'm um uh, film is what i really want to do in in the next little while so what what i love about about the singing like singer songwriters and and uh writing in general is that there is a degree of like, uh, it, it's an individual endeavor. I mean, obviously, collaboration is something, but the thing about a film is, yeah. is it becomes a, a, bigger. a lot, and it takes a lot of power, and a lot of people's ideas yeah. come into it. And, you know, very few people have that that vision that gets to be. It's impossible, pretty much. It's impossible. Yeah. Well, it's such a collaboration. But, such a... but I still think you can make a film with a with one guy, mm-hmm. with a cameraman, mm-hmm. and, and um, Jarmusch and do, style. And do, yeah, small, I mean, small. I'm not yeah. saying, uh, yeah, uh, to, I'm not saying, uh, I didn't really tell you what kind of film, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're not making like the new Spider-Man movie or. You're keeping that close to home too, eh? This is very interesting. So now it's the, you won't disclose what kind of a film. It's a great name for or anyone who John South or anyone who plays in the upcoming record. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's still I understand. I like that. it. I really love that. You know, the, keep that shroud of mystery because it's, it's it's a thing of beauty right there. My grandpa would do that. You're not telling us who's playing on this new record, okay? No. You're not telling us how you made it. No. You're no. not telling us what, what the book's about? No. no. I mean, I'll tell you a bit about what the book's about if you want. You didn't ask me that. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you're ruining our... No, 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 no. no. It's, it's industry tactics. What I, I, and I like the fact that you're, you're keeping some of your secrets close. Tell us what. Tell us this. Your worst gig that you can remember. <laughs> this is go a ahead. stock question. This is go ahead, go. Give, Give me a us second. That. Yeah, no, go. Give me a second. Please. You really want to know the worst, um, and we'll ask the best uh, too. A few, because no, no, the one, the the plum, that plum gig that comes to mind. Um, New York City. Here we go. Two thousand seven, February. Oh, he has that kind of a mind. <laughs> 
shit. It was, it was, I think the name of the club was called Pianos. Okay. Which is a weird name for a club. Apostrophe S? Like it's no, piano it's owns the bar? No, no, no. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Anyway. And it was, there's two venues in pianos. And it was like a, your regular type venue in the first floor, which I played. And then I got a, a residency on the second floor, just solo. Mm-hmm. And this, and I did the first couple and, you know, it was okay. And then the third one, I show up and there's hundreds of people there. And I'm like, what, what's going on? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, like I couldn't. I had to drag my guitar through the crowd, and I, uh, you know, and I to get to the stage, and it was unbelievably packed, and people were like drinking cocktails. It was like full was on, yeah. full on. What were you thinking? Were you like, wow, I've, yeah, I've so blown I, up, I, I've I, arrived? Yeah, well, yeah, I, I yeah. put my guitar down, and I went to the went to the back office and found the the booker. I said, "What's going on?" He says, "Well, we're having a." an industry function for this new um, Nike shoe product or something and all the marketing team and their friends and family are here to celebrate that. But you, you're still supposed to play. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. This is when we throw shit. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you're supposed to play the Nike. You're still so, supposed to play it. Yeah. Keep going. And the microphone, like my microphone that says is where it is here so like an inch away from my face and there are people literally here okay right in your face yeah and they're not even looking so i plug in i start singing and the crowd the level of the talking doesn't even go down a notch people are just so and it was an interesting actually you know when i say it's the worst gig it's actually like one of the most educational because yeah to play over a crowd that's talking over you but not just talking but like they had no concept i was even there like they would walk around me to, to put drinks down yeah yeah and like at totally one point, disregarding his existence one point i had an elbow kind of like in my face <laughs> and like it was um i thought you were gonna walk us into there were two venues and they walked you upstairs and you played to nobody mm-hmm. that would have been interesting too but this is this an sounds interesting much tactic this sounds, this much, sounds worse. much worse because it's it's on it's an unnatural would you rather setup. would you rather play to nobody or or a crowd would, that's yeah. elbowing you just completely disregarding you right it's, it's a, an interesting question yeah, yeah. aren't they know. one and the same kind yeah, of yeah it's kind of the same yeah <sighs> That was my stomach Thank again. you. Now I'll follow that up with a fart. Don't, you don't have I won't, to. I, won't. I, I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. It killed um, the last train of thought for John's. I apologize. All right. So so um, playing live, we haven't really touched on that besides your worst gig. What's like, do you, do you as a singer-songwriter, you play alone a lot? Like you're a solo I, kind of performer? Or? I used to, I, and I hated it. Just alone is, yeah, is too just, tough. I hated it. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, you hated the solo aspect? Not or? every time, but most, like, maybe seven out of ten shows I found, I've never comfortable. You know, it wasn't, ch- like, I get excited live when I'm doing something that's kind of, like, making me really, like, mm. I know I'm kind of messing with people and I'm, I'm doing something that's new for me and mm. it's, like, strange and... and and risky and and I never felt comfortable with just like mm-hmm. by myself. I can do it, and I've, and I've played some nice shows, but it's not like thing I'm, I look forward to doing. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. Mm. Dave Clark has this thing in his emails that says, uh, "I like making new friends through music." It's really beautiful. Uh, who's your musical family like? Who are some of the people you've 
stayed in touch with through the last 20 years doing this. Would you mean musicians? Yeah. Yeah. Like Hawksley. Are you still in touch with Hawksley on a regular basis? Yeah. yeah. Um, He's a big, like, old old friend. Mm -hmm. We've done, like, uh, we made a record together in 99 or something. Let's play a track off of that record. It's Sedona, Arizona. Do you know that record? No. Okay. Here it comes now. Yeah. Sedona, Arizona. Arizona. The title track. Here comes now. The last track on the record. It's not the last track, though. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we play the last track. <clears throat> okay, here comes the last track on the record. Farmer, farmer, farmer. God damn. <laughs> Just say, that was great. There was farmers, farmer, farmers. <laughs> farmer, farmer, farmer. You're, you've made two, I was just like looking on online, and you've made two, I guess, three records that are places. That I've are made more than that. More than that. Mm. And, but so your first two records are, are city and state. Are they not? Yeah. Sedona, Arizona. Mars, Pennsylvania is my first record. Mars, Pennsylvania. Mars, Pennsylvania. Sedona, Arizona is a second record. That's right. Banff Springs, Transylvania. Jesus. Doesn't exist. It's a third record. <laughs> God damn it. Rose Milk, Appalachia is an EP of bluegrass music. Fourth record. Yosemite, fifth record. Then I stopped. Uh, and the next record was The Pillow Maker, except there were references to different Great places. I just, I just didn't. Yep. And then um, Niagara was, after a few records, right. was a return. And, I, and the next record, I mentioned about, th- I think there's 38 small towns in the songs. You, Whoa. That's amazing. You know what it is, though? I know, I know what it is. You're a walker. And, like, walking is about being on the ground and being wow. in a place, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I would assume. Wow. Like, it's just like... You, well, I'm, I'm in... I feel, still feel like an immigrant. Right. I'm a, I am. I'm from. I'm from. This is an alien, hostile land to me. Like it's, it's foreign. It's right. odd. Right. Wow. Like when I, when you drive from here to Brampton, yeah. I am gobsmacked. I can't believe how strange it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And and I'm like, what? How did this land? This is not. This is young. This this happened over the last hundred years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's going on? What right. are people doing? Yeah. To this land. Yeah. And so that's why it informs my records. It's an odd place. It's an odd place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then, especially when you go to Europe, everything's so old. And the, the, the cities weren't necessarily built with the idea that there'd be, like, interconnected freeways, you know. And, that, and we have also, like, a lake, right? So everything kind of spreads out along this lake. And there's just a road that goes through them all around the lake. It's a, it is bizarre. Yeah, it's not a very pretty. No. I mean, there are prettier areas in Canada, no. so they've you know. I find I find tr- I was saying to Molly the other day. My wife is like, sometimes you're like, I want to go for a drive on like a Saturday or something. He's like, where can we go? Like, there's basically one direction we can go, which is north, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have to drive on that for two hours until we start to feel like we're out of this place. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's an inclination I have, an, an impulse I have. Every- the time yeah it's something that's like because in you know in england you get in a car you drive into the country in 20 minutes and it's yeah and it's sheep and sheep and green green hills but you can do that here you can but it's just like there's there's one direction because because if you go west you you're going to whitby 
and there's, you're not leaving no. Toronto until you get past Whitby. East. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or east, sorry. Yeah. And if you go west, you're going to Hamilton. Yeah, or, that's right. There's some beauty and, there. And that's when you'll start to be like, okay, now we're out of the city. Yeah, man. But Snarkle. It's because there's no south, right? There's no, there's no south from here. <laughs> it's the lake. <laughs> yeah. I, I fantasize going across the lake, though. Yeah? Yeah. Be nice. Yep. Or, or at, like, the two best places south of here to get out of the city are the Leslie Street Spit, which there is Jack go. Breakfast's yes. favorite, yeah. favorite I, location. I like, yeah, I'd like to go across Lake Ontario, if, like, just in a, you know... How? In a canoe with, right. with mm-hmm. five other men all dressed in, like, furs mm-hmm. and, like, feathers stuck to our faces and just... Yeah. And, and when like we get to the other side... Turn back. Those paddles turn. To Rochester. Yeah. When we get to Rochester, then we hop off and we freak out some upstate New Yorkians. And we, and and we, we come back. You we drop, take back we, the Eastern Empire. Drop, the Eastern dropped Empire. the drugs off, received the cash. <laughs> and no, even better, with a bunch of cameras saying, We brought you the camera. <laughs> Looking on dead, dead eyes. That would be amazing. Yeah. Oh. There used to be more... Uh, transportation between Rochester and yeah. Toronto. They yeah. had a, a, a ferry. Mm-hmm. They had a ferry, but mm-hmm. that business Even died. to Montreal, there used to be a ferry in the early 20th century mm-hmm. that would go from Toronto all the way up Lake Ontario to Montreal. Mm-hmm. Now, that would be very civilized. I've thought that the like the remedy for the traffic problem here is why don't they run a f- express ferry from Oakville to downtown Toronto and from... And, like, it's like... who. You get on a boat. That's what upsets me the most about this. About this is that the yeah. lack of imagination to make things fun and practical. Yeah, yeah. it's just always the same yeah. mindset, and it and it like and and then it's like these ideas which are really boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we implemented to death, and yeah. then we have to all suffer. There's no vote on it. What, you but, know, one of the things we first started in our conversation with Hoxley was was decisions made around the boardroom table. Right. You get a lot of wealthy, very boring people around a table, you're in trouble, and that's what we have in a lot of instances. You here, end up right? with like it's, very boring and very bad ideas. Yeah. 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 Death-like ideas, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but back to the music, boys. Back to the music. <laughs> what What about some of your best gigs? Well, give us one of those. Give us one of those. Very heavy to hear you go through your discography. I gotta say, because it all seems so well thought. It's it's intimidating. Yeah, it's it's it is. Fuck you. Being, intimi- <laughs> being intimidated. No, it's like what I, I I like. I said I'm just envious of yeah of somebody who word. thinks can think something through and then see it through like I'm, I've never been that but person but over 20 are with content with beautiful continuity yeah right well, well yeah I mean I like to do yeah they, I like to if somebody's gonna put on one of my records I hope it leads to the next one mm-hmm. and there's and then that there's connections made but mm-hmm. it, it's like reading a book I'm, I'm really a writer mm-hmm. and you know I make music too and I think I'm pretty good at it mm. but you know my my ideas are very writer like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know so that's kind of the way I function you always approach it this way like with this kind of well it's you it's naturally cerebral you I, I find it like, cerebral yeah. well I, it's it's you know I don't know if I accept cerebral I just feel like my ideas are 
are in, inspirational and ex, and they come from a place where I get excited like like a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's really like exciting like for me to go implement these ideas. Like I, it's worth all kinds of risk to do it. Right. That's how exciting it is. Right. No person like well, you take that kind of stereotypical person we're talking about on a board meeting in their right mind would consider doing it because they don't know how it feels. If they knew the feeling it was generating, they probably would do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's worth the sacrifice. And, I, and, I, yeah. I, and that, that feeling is also addictive, right? That feeling of, of uh, that there's like an energy, Jeez. energy that comes when you have an yeah. idea that even becomes a bigger idea and turns into two different ideas that come together and there's an energy there and and you want it to just never end right well the creative experience is yeah it's it's like yeah i don't think anything quite beats it life is unbelievable and richer and richer the more you go well, this is beautiful we were talking to Mendelssohn Joe about yeah, getting up every day gets up every day paints goes for a walk while the paint dries comes back in while the paint's still dry and plays the guitar when the paint's dried keeps painting maybe yeah. eats some figs yeah. and and it just doesn't it just doesn't stop it and and you can understand he's set his whole life up and you seem to have almost set up your life so that it, it just to to keep that going yeah well it's it's um it's a work in progress. I right. think. I think in a way, all the people that we've spoken to, and you're really driving this home, are addicted to. Like, it's not an issue of like you have to turn it out. You know, I, th- mm-hmm. I think it's really. Otherwise, you lose your shit. Um, I, I think. Well, it's also like you set up your life to make things. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if I don't have something, it's not just. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I get up, and I. If I'm not in flow, I will go for walks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Literally, I mean, to get 
the idea. Yeah, yeah. To mm. start the next chapter. Mm. See, that's the that's that's so you've almost I got a recipe. No, I have no other option because I I didn't graduate. I left school mm-hmm. before I graduated. Mm. I have nothing else to fall back on, mm. and I could go get more education and everything. But then I would, well, then I'd have an option. Mm-hmm. I have no option. Right. But to create, you've got to, It's my only sense. It's like so my only form of work right and that's why I'm envious well it's also <laughs> like you know yeah finish that sentence it's yeah, tough it's, it can be a bitch yeah. totally John Southworth yeah. um Thank but. you for coming in. We we barely scratched the surface with this well, cat. We, we could go ten minutes more. Ten minutes more. I can't you say "bitch" as being my last word. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's not me. That's not you. It's not you. You, yeah. you know what? I I just came to mind. I was thinking about this the other day, which is I, I don't want to get get darker, but like mm-hmm. I was uh, I read the other day, or or maybe a couple months ago, that uh, Alice Monroe had said recently that she thinks she won't write again. Mm-hmm. Like she's 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 just she doesn't have the focus. So there's something that. And think about how startling that that like concept is 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 some just imagine it's like there's gonna be a time when potentially you, and you say that's that's it like I can't I'm not strumming another chord. Let me follow that up with the the whole. I mean, we all know about the, now. It's been released. The David Bowie doing his last recording all in secret with the uh, with the uh, McCausland band in New York, but. Right now, at this very moment, the Russian composer who goes to the woods to talk to ants, Lance, Sophia Goodbye to Lena, is actually writing her Goodbye to Lena, her last piece of, her last piece of work. Hey, man, if listen, if you know you're dying and that's your last, and you actually have that luxury, mm-hmm. heavy shit. And some people just get busy working, and some people will just like. Turing can, and all that stuff can really mess with all that. Right, right. In our in our world, that's what I've noticed in my. What do you mean? Well, if a record does do business, and my my last one was my actually my most successful because it got stuff happening in Germany. Yes. But if but it wasn't enough for it to take up a lot of promotional time. But I have noticed that artists who, you know, if you have a successful record, it's going to take you out into the world. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to do the touring thing, especially if you want to continue the creative journey. You don't think touring... Tour, I've said that a lot, is touring is not the most creative um, pursuit. Well, you, uh, it's not... Yeah, I'm generalizing, but yeah, yeah it's difficult. And then the, the industry is... Uh, they're model that I'm aware of is you tour and while you're touring you write songs that you record when you get back from tour to release another record and that's like that seems like an impossible thing to do it's like you well, write songs about they don't piano. ask they don't ask painters for instance to make their painting then to go out and repaint it over and over and over yeah you know and then that's right yeah they don't make writers well they make writers go on tours now but they never used to yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right no I've heard in, in, when you Certain writers finish their novels. They they just they go away, and they're like, "I'm going away. I'm yeah. out of here for a while." The last thing you want to do is read your novel or have or again. hear people talk about it. <laughs> well, maybe yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't want to. I don't want to bring the house down. No, it was nice. It was nice. We end on a dark tone, um, and and the word bitch. Okay, it's never been done. Thank you for for making time and opening what 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 doors you did open for us. Some of them remain uh, shrouded in mystery. I opened up. But we up. know. Yeah. We'll find out soon enough when the record comes out. When is the record coming out, John? It's supposed to be October 7th. Will you put liner notes out that show who plays on it and how no. it was made? No. no, man. Of course not. All right. What kind of question is that? I love this. I love this. So you know what? That's up to your imagination. Try to guess how we made that fucking record. Here comes now. We're going to play the track. About passenger pigeons, he's gonna set it up. It's called Last Passenger Pigeon in Ohio. In Ohio, it's gonna take flight right now. Thank you, John Southworth. Thanks. Some
so good. Uh, thank you, John Southworth. We love you. We wish you hell. We wish you hell. We wish you well in every market. The German market, uh, the Chinese market. Do it. Canada, love him. Embrace him. Uh, very excited about this new release that's coming out, so look him up online. And why don't you find us online and give us a little tweet work at Industry Tactics on the old tickle machine, the ding-dong, Wang Chung tonight, and we'll see you next time, two weeks from now. One week from now, we'll give you a little VR teaser. I'm going to keep you in suspense. Goodbye.